Non-stop talk radio, streaming 24 hours a day. Whoa, whoa, what am I hearing? This is TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. One of the really important foundational pieces for a spiritual lifestyle is paying attention closely to what you put into your body on all levels. A spiritual lifestyle is one where you're whole and you're operating well with life and life is operating well with you. And The way life is for most of us, we just don't start out that way in a lot of areas. For those of us who really have an interest in being able to be in tune with our intuition or even more in tune with any kind of guidance that we might be getting, a clean, healthy, functioning body is critical. If you're numb and dumb from the food that you're eating, you're just not going to be able to even read your body signs, much less get anything else that you need from the world of spirit or your guides or your higher self. To that end, we regularly like to bring on health experts who are uh, really up on what's wise and what's not so that you can continue to make wise choices of dropping things that aren't good for you and adding things that are good for you. We have a wonderful guest tonight. We're very excited about it. His name is Dr. Udo Erasmus. He's actually a physician of uh, nutrition. He has been doing uh, work in related fields of nutrition for a long, long time. Uh, recently, he's done the book, Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill. I guess this is the 15th printing, so it's been around a while. It's excellent. Would you please welcome to the show Udo Erasmus. How you doing? Good evening. Good evening. Nice piece of work. Uh, what the book? Yeah, yeah, a lot of work went into that. One. Boy, did it ever! <laughs> it's it's uh, comprehensive, like really gets it on yeah, nutrition. It, yeah, everything you ever wanted to know about fats and something you'd rather not know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was quite surprised as I read some of this. Like, wow, I didn't know that. One of the things I was surprised about was how cold pressed is a joke. Uh huh. Uh, you know, so I I always see cold pressed, and I think, oh, that's cool, that's good. Okay, I'll take this yeah. one. Yeah, this is a this is a long uh, marketing scam that began when the mega oil industry began in about 1900. Because before that, oils were actually they used to call them cold hammered because they'd put the seed in a wedge and then put the wedge on it and then hammer them with a wooden mallet and then drip 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 the oil out. Yeah. And when the big industry began, they wanted to give the sense that uh, the oil was as good as the old-fashioned stuff, which, of course, it wasn't, because it was treated with Drano window-washing acid bleached and, and heated to frying temperature before it went in the bottle. And so they decided they wouldn't call it cold hammer, they'd call it cold press, because these oils were, you know, were, were, were you know, uh, obtained 
by running them through a press instead of just hammering them into a wedge. So is that what you're calling refined mass market oils? Yeah, the, the, or the RBD oils, refined, bleached, deodorized. Those oils, the colorless, odorless, tasteless oils that line all of the shelves that so, everybody uses. So when you Those go... all have been treated with Drano window washing acid bleached and, and <laughs> I, I say fried, but heated to frying temperature. And you're you damaged just, in that process. Oh, I'll, sure. God, you're just flattening me on this. I'm recoiling in my chair. And you must get residues of all that junk they're putting through, don't don't you? In that? Well, yeah, if you put it in your body, it's going to end... You know, if you put it in your, in your mouth, it's going to end up in your body, right? And yeah. it's about 1% damaged molecules. And the the you know the scientists that work for the oil industry say, well, what's your squawk? You know, it's like ninety nine percent good. It's only one percent damaged. Uh-huh. And in fact, one of them said to me, if you got ninety nine percent on an exam, you'd be damn happy, wouldn't you? But, so so, but then I decided to do a little math. You know, when in doubt, do the math. Yeah. And so I figured out how many damaged molecules do you find in an oil that's been treated the way I just described. And is 1% damaged. Would you like to know? Yeah. It's a 6 followed by 19 zeros. <laughs> 60 quintillion damaged molecules. That's a million and a half damaged molecules for every one of the body's 60 trillion cells in just one tablespoon of that kind of oil. Here's the problem with that. Yeah. When I studied genetics at the University of British Columbia, we learned that in order to change gene expression, you only need two molecules. And here, you you know, per cell. And here you're getting a million and a half. Ouch. And most people eat two, three, four tablespoons a day of those kind of oils. Yes. And I, I was shocked. And, of course, I was sick. I had been poisoned by pesticides. The doctors couldn't help me, so I was trying to figure out what to do myself. When I read this, I was shocked. I said, there is no way that you can get healthy with this many damaged molecules in your cells. And so I decided oil should be made with health rather than shelf life in mind. By the way, it's known that the use of those oils is, in, is correlated with increased inflammation, increased cancers, and certain forms of cardiovascular disease. So we're eating ourselves into disease. Yeah, well, the, the way I look at it is if you look at life standard for food for however long the planet's been spinning, the, the people who uh, don't, uh, the people who've done the research yes. say that's four and a half billion years. Yep. Every creature that has ever lived on this planet for all that time has always gotten all its food fresh, whole, raw, and organic. And not, and of course not with pesticides or plastics or pharmaceutical drugs or industrial chemicals or damaged by processing. Right. right? So that would be life standard. Industry, when it makes foods, doesn't even think about that most of the time. Right. And so there's the way they make it is a long ways from, I mean, if you go, if people, if the listeners go to their kitchen and look at what they got in their cupboards and in their fridge, other than the veggies, you know, the white flour stuff and the cookies and the, and the margarines mm-hmm. and the, the, the pastry products and, you know, if you look at that stuff, how close is that to fresh, whole, raw, and organic? And the distance that that is from fresh, whole, raw, and organic, I call it the processing gap. But out of that gap come most of our degenerative diseases. 
You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today is Dr. Udo Erasmus, who has a book, Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill. We're talking about a range of nutritional Topics that will help you improve your overall well-being. So, Udo, when we go to the grocery store generally and we want to buy a bottle of uh, vegetable oil or some kind of oil to cook with and, and whatever, but most of that is it's not good oil. Where do we go to get good oil? Well, the only oil that is widely available in most stores that has not been treated that way is extra virgin olive oil. Extra virgin olive oil, that's why it has a good reputation Mm because it's not damaged by processing. Should not be used for frying because frying also increases cancer and inflammation. Yeah. Uh, But the downside of olive oil is that it doesn't have omega-3s in it. Omega-3s, 99.9% of the population doesn't get enough of, and they are essential, which means you've got to have them. You can't live without them. Yes. You go down if you don't get enough. If you don't get enough long enough, you die. But if you bring it back while you're going down and before you die, then all the problems that come from not getting enough are reversed. And the research on omega-3s now says that if you increase omega-3s in the diet, you can improve virtually every major degenerative condition, degenerative condition. Now, note, I'm not saying cure all of them, but to the extent that a condition comes from not getting enough of an essential nutrient, to that extent, it will be reversed when you get enough of that essential nutrient. Yes. So, um, what is it, krill? Is that a really good source of uh, omega-3? Well, omega-3s come from the main sources. Flax is the richest source among the seeds. Green vegetables have a little bit, but they're low in fat. So I figured out one day I'd have to eat 123 pounds of green vegetables <laughs> to get my optimum of omega-3. Start early. <laughs> like, you mean early in the morning? Yes. Yeah, really. <laughs> and then uh, we're used to getting omega-3s from fish, but the fish, uh, con- the high-fat fish where the- that have the most omega-3s, yeah. They contain, they get a lot of PCBs and dioxins, so that's right. a problem, and those are industrial chemicals that are dumped on land because they're liquid, they go down to the ocean. Because they're oil soluble, they end up in the oil in the ocean. And the fish are fairly high on the food chain, and these things concentrate as you go up the food chain. Right. Then there is krill, which is further down the food chain, but actually what makes them for everybody, for the whole food chain, is red-brown algae. And we get our, our, DHA, which is the fish oil omega-3, uh, we get that from red-brown algae, and we can. those are grown in, in uh, a controlled environment, so there's no PCBs and dioxins. Yes. Unless we put it in, and we don't. Right. And we can get them completely unrefined, so without all of this processing. The fish, the fish oil, which, and this is an interesting thing that has never made the news in over 100 years. The damage done by processing. Now, we've heard about trans fats. It took 96 years to get them <laughs> to be common knowledge. Uh, the PCBs and dioxins, that's been known for probably 30 
or at least 25. And Mercury That there is the too. news about five years ago. Mercury probably 10 years ago. And the damage done by, by processing, which is more extensive than any of this other stuff, has never made the news, either for the seed oils or for the fish oils. The fish oils are even more damaged because they're 25 times more sensitive to damage. Of all of our nutrients, the fats, the good fats, the omega-3 and omega-6, and especially the omega-3, yeah. they are the most sensitive to damage, so they should be treated with the most care. Sure. And, of course, if you're an industry and you want a big market, and you want to, then you've got to have a long shelf life. To have a long shelf life, you've got to treat the oil with drain away the washing acid, bleach it, and fry it. And so that's never made the news, and I'm shocked that it's never made the news because, honestly, if you look at increase of cancer since 1900, it was 1 in 30 deaths in 1900, now it's 1 in 4. And the increase in cancer over the past 100 years, or 107 years, completely parallels the increase of the use of these oils that I'm talking about and also completely parallels the increase in our use of oils for cooking. Mm-hmm. So was That should it, be a hint for something. Right. W- w- was there oils used in cooking back in 1900? When they, uh, w- they, well, first of all, there wasn't the big oil industry. There was still extra, ol- extra virgin olive oil because that's actually uh, made out of the flesh of the oil, and they float it off on water, so it's a di- completely different process. And it's a relatively stable oil, but they didn't use it for cooking. They cooked in water, which most people did, steam, poach, boil, pressure cook. And then they put the oil on afterwards. When people did cook 100 and 150 years ago, they usually used lard or butter. Lard is completely messed up now, uh, so butter would be the one that you would fry with, but they didn't fry a lot. And then coconut would be one that we can now get because we can now get it from the tropics. Uh, Those are the most stable of the oils, but they're also very poor sources of the good fats that we have to have. Okay, break time. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Dr. Udo Erasmus, who has written the book Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill, of which we're going to hear much more after the break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Our guest today, Dr. Udo Erasmus, author of Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill. I'd like your take, Udo, on uh, are the RDA realistic? Uh, no. The RDAs were defined as that amount of an essential nutrient that prevents deficiency symptoms in most healthy adults. Uh <laughs> So if you if you translate if you analyze it, it's not even enough for some healthy people. Never mind if they're sick because they've neglected their intake of these nutrients. Right. So they're giving you a a pre minimum standard of health. Well, what we really want is an optimum standard, and sometimes the optimum can be as high as ten times more, even a hundred times more than the minimum standard that prevents deficiency symptoms. 
So they're just uh, their um, level of recommendation is just so it doesn't show any symptom. Right. <laughs> By definition, barely the RBIs squeaking. are even lower than that. Sometimes what they do is they because the foods have lost so many of their nutrients, they look at the food supply and look at what's in it, and and then basically they come to the conclusion that well, let's call that enough. Yeah, <laughs> has nothing to do with looking at the needs of the body has something more to do with what the industry supplies when it's not thinking about what what are the standards for health this that re- life set, that nature set. This reminds me of uh, going to school and, and you call it passing when you make straight D's all the time. Yeah. And, and that's, <laughs> well, yeah, because the teacher just wants you out of his class. Right, and that's the standard that's set is as long as you make a straight D's, that's good enough instead of A, A plus kind of thing and really getting somewhere. Well, I think the problem comes, uh, you know, this is just my, my, uh, pet theory. The, we, generally speaking, standards for people are going down in this, in our time. Yes. yes. And the reason why is because people are not inspired. Because when you're not inspired, it, everything's too much work. Yes. When you get inspired, you, you know, it means you have to be a little closer to your life. Your life is the energy that makes anything possible. When you're feeling about, good about life, then what you need to do to keep your body going is worthwhile. When you hate your life, then why would you want to do anything? You want to check out quick. Yep. You know, so just during the break, I was thinking, you know, how do you lose weight? Well, first, you got to lo- fall in love with your life. <laughs> that's Everything very good. else is easy after that. Yeah, that's very good. Right? Because like, you there's bet. no shortage of information. Yeah, that's right. There's only a shortage of application. Yes. And the shortage, shortage of application comes from shortage shortage of inspiration and shortage shortage of inspiration comes from uh from being in our head thinking 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 having negative emotions yes. not feeling how incredible it is to be alive yes not spending any time sitting quiet and just feeling what that feels like you know, there's a lot of folks that still completely surrender to their doctors, and I don't know that doctors really know enough about nutrition. Well, they're, they're not trained in it. Exactly. You know, I, I took a year of medicine. You know, I, I was going to be a doctor because I, I grew up on a farm part of my childhood. I was very naive when I was young. And I thought, you, you study medicine to learn about health. So the two things. <laughs> I know. Really good. I know. Stupid, isn't it? Top of the class. That's how naive I was. <laughs> I learned very quickly. Oh man, medicine's only about disease. It's not about health at all. But the thing that really turned me off was that we were told in first year medicine that a doctor should always sound as though he knows what's going on, even when he doesn't. Yeah. Oh and, my. And on the farm, we call that lying. <laughs> they call the PR. You know, the idea is, well, you're an expert, and experts are supposed to have answers. And if you don't have an answer, make one up. Your patients are too stupid to know any of the difference. Oh, and act and like I could, God. I could not see myself living my life that way. Yeah. So I went back into biological sciences because I figured I'd learn more about health in the normal functioning of normal cells. Yeah. Then in medicine, where we where you study diseases and things that go wrong. And in the end, you always say, well, we don't know why it happens, so let's just throw some drugs at it. Right. There's a guy that I, that I, I kind of like. He, <laughs> he used to say, we're treating malnutrition with poison. <laughs> the drugs are poison. They're not That's natural. Right. They never existed in nature. That's why they have side effects. 
And That's the big right. problem is the gap between nature's standard and our manufacturing standards. Right. So we're, we're not getting the, the, the essential nutrients we need. We're not getting enough of them. And, uh, and, we're, and then we're also damaging molecules, so we're adding poison. And then when something goes wrong, we add more poison. Jeez. And okay. That's called, and that's called health care. It's not even proper disease management. No. We it need to take. We need. Healthcare. We need to take a break here. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Our guest today, Dr. Udo Erasmus. Fantastic book, Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill, with tons of information in it to help guide you to being a better person to your body, which we all need. Hold on, we have more. Stay with us. Welcome back, and thank you very much for staying with us. Uh, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. We're having a lovely conversation that's rather alarming with uh, Dr. Udo Erasmus about oils and nutrition and all manner of things. Keith and I, by the way, Udo over here, are fighting over who gets to ask the next question. Because we, <laughs> we both have our list to go over. There's well, no well, way we're going to cover it all. Well, cooperate and uh, and take turns. <laughs> we'll get more done that way. <laughs> I'm a better wrestler. <laughs> well, you can do that after the show. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, is is it true that you can eat good quality fats and and a good amount of them and lose weight? Yes, absolutely. The, we have always had that wrong. Uh, the if you think about it, if a kid eats if a kid's four years old and eats corn for lunch and corn is yellow, right? Yes. And he goes to the bathroom in the afternoon and he notices pee is yellow. He will make the conclusion that eating corn makes my pee yellow. Because there's a logic to it. So they, the logic of eat fat, get fat is the same kind of logic. Yes. It seems very logical. It has never been true. Yeah. That's why even Atkins, who used bad fats in his diet, got results in weight loss. Mm-hmm. Most of our overweight comes from eating more carbohydrates than we burn. Because carbs, uh, you know, they turn into sugar. That floods your bloodstream. With that, if your blood sugar goes too high because you're not burning it off, yeah. then insulin drives it into the cells. In the cells, you burn what you can. The rest is the body is forced to turn it into fat for storage. And when you do that, you turn off your body's ability to burn fats at the same time. That's why overweight people have a hard time losing fats until they stop eating carbs. So I have a little slogan for that. When you eat carbs... Either you burn them or you're going to wear them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? So it's important to remember that. So what you do instead, the fats will not make your insulin go up and down, your blood sugar go up and down, will not turn on fat production, will not turn off fat burning. And the good fats, the omega-3s especially, that, that, that I work and that I, I develop methods for making them with health in mind, the omega-3s turn on fat burning and turn off fat production. And if you eat more than you need, they'll actually increase your metabolic rate. So you will burn fats and just blow them off as heat. And what we do to, with people, other than falling in love to, with life to lose weight, mm-hmm. the next thing is a fuel shift. Eat good fats for fuel instead of carbs because you've got to have fuel. Yeah. The, the, when you eat fats as fuel... You, you have stable energy, so you don't get the cravings that lead to gorging, that lead yep. to binging, that lead to overweight. Yeah. 
so you have stable energy. Your mood will be nice because your mood also goes down when your blood sugar goes down. Yeah. Carbs do that. And you also get nice skin. You have more energy. You're more likely to be active because omega-3s increase stamina by 40 to 60% in the studies that we've done with athletes, even with world-class athletes. Huge gains in energy. And when you have more energy, you're more likely to be active, so you're going to build more muscle and you're going to burn fat to build that muscle. And the more muscle you have, the more uh, of any kind of fuel you can burn. So we call that the fuel shift. Nice. Decrease the carbs, replace them with good fats. Mm -hmm. Once you do that, uh, within a week, your fat-burning genes are turned on. Then you have energy. You can go in the gym, and you can actually do some exercise and lose some weight. What people, what happens when people don't make the fuel shift first is they can't come up with the energy because they can't get their fats burning. Yes. So you want to help them with the fuel shift, and then once you do that, losing weight's really easy. Exercise, of course, is always good. Activity, the body's made for activity, and yeah. fats are basically fuel that's stored waiting for activity. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Dr. Udo Erasmus, author of Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill. Folks, you want to get this book, Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill, by Udo Erasmus. It, you know, I have a I have an easy reading version for people who don't like to read long books, who don't only want to know the summary, and that's called Choosing the Right Fat. Ah, great idea. So we're going to chew fat over the back fence a little bit here, and huh? On, on my website, yeah, we're going to... We're going to chew the fat. On the on the website, uh, the table of contents of both books is on it, along with lots of other stuff. Great. Is there is can you actually be way into cancer or AIDS or heart or artery disease or anything like that, and reverse it with uh, some of these uh, proper oils and nutrition? Yeah, uh, yeah. nutrients. It, yeah, I you know I don't want to say that. Look, just throw oils at every problem, and every problem will will disappear. But they play a huge role, especially the omega-3s, because 99.9% of the population doesn't get enough. Yeah, I'll just give you a quick list. The uh, increasing omega-3s, says the research, will improve virtually every major degenerative condition. They will make you more insulin sensitive. That's good for diabetics. They will get you to burn weight. They will get you better athletic performance. They will make your skin nice because along with omega-6, they form a barrier in the skin against the loss of moisture. They decrease inflammation. They decrease the bone breakdown that leads to osteoporosis. They decrease most of the major cardiovascular risk factors, including high cholesterol, high uh, triglycerides, uh, high blood pressure, sticky platelets that lead to heart attack, stroke, and embolism, also arrhythmia that can lead to cardiac arrest. Those are the major cardio risk factors. Omega-3s lower all of them. They decrease uh, cancer incidence if they're not damaged by processing and not, fill, not full of toxins. <clears throat> because some of the toxins you find in some of these omega-3 oils actually are car cancer-causing like the PCBs and dioxins. Right. So you want to get clean oils, you want to get them with, made with health in mind. And my claim to fame is actually that I developed methods for making oils with health rather than shelf life in mind because I learned what I told you about before, how much damage is done to oils. 
what else do they do? They're good. They improve digestion. They are extremely important during pregnancy for brain development and brain function for both mother's health and the child's health. How about Alzheimer's? They help with premenstrual syndrome. We've, uh, they help with Alzheimer's because they decrease the inflammation. That is the background factor on Alzheimer's. Uh, they speed learning and increase IQ. They elevate mood and lift depression. If you don't get enough, you become physically weak, physically weak and motor incoordinated. Uh, they lower the symptoms of most of the major mental disorders, schizophrenia, bipolar, obsessive-compulsive, Alzheimer's, and depression. Um, they make the hormones work more effectively at the cell receptor level. That means you get horm normal hormone function for longer as you age because you need less to get the job done. Yes. That's a big uh, deal make, with aging. You bet. They make hair and nails grow uh, better. They improve vision and learning. Uh, let's see. I've missed a couple. I can't remember well, what they are. But let me go here. So basically, I don't know, is there any processing of fish oils that, uh, so you're taking out the PCBs, dioxins, and mercury by processing it, but right. then you've damaged the uh, omega-3s by processing. Exactly. To get out the PCBs and dioxins down to the lower standards that have been set now. Yeah. Like the lower levels that have been set as the standard, right? Yes. That means more processing. That's so, right. <clears throat> and the processing, I figured out one day, if you have 90 parts per billion of PCBs and dioxins, I love doing the math, you know. Yes. 90 parts per billion of PCBs. Bees and dioxins. That's what's allowed. But if they're three percent damaged, which is standard, and they sometimes they're five, and if you concentrate the fish oils, you concentrate the damaged molecules. That's too. right. Yeah. So at three percent damage, which is the low end of normal, you will get three more than three hundred thousand times more processing damaged molecules than PCBs and dioxins. So what's now, which the, one's going to be the bigger problem? Yeah, really. So what's the solution with omega threes? Where do we get a good source of omega threes? Well, the, well, there there are two for the foundation, and your body can convert the foundational omega threes, which come from seeds, nuts, greens, uh, into certain ones, right? Yes. Into the what the fish oils contain, and uh, if you get enough starting material, the con conversion's quite good. Those. We use flax because it's the richest source. Organic, so no pesticides. Yeah. And treated, not treated with drain or window washing as a bleach to fried, protected from light, oxygen, and heat while they're being pressed, filtered, filled, stored. We put them in glass because plastic is a bad idea for oils because plastic leaches into oils quicker than into water. So we put them in glass. Mm -hmm. We get the ratio between omega-3 and 6 right, and both are made with health in mind. Is it about half of three for each, or half of six for each three? Yeah, we use a two-to-one ratio. Yeah. It's about 50% omega-3 and 25% omega-6. Okay. It's a little lower than the Inuit diet, and they had very high fat levels in their diet, up to 60% of calories, and they didn't get any of the fat-related diseases that are, were killing us on diets much lower in fat. Isn't their fats something? were better, and they weren't damaged. Just better fats. Better fats, not damaged, yeah. Yeah. Raw whale blubber and seal fat. Yum, yum. <laughs> and, uh, and so um, so literally, <clears throat> they, they improve virtually every major degenerative condition. Now, why is that? One, they're essential. Two, every cell needs them. And three, almost everybody doesn't get enough for optimum health. Yes. So you would expect lots of problems, degenerative 
symptoms from not getting enough, all of which would be reversed if you get enough. So the key is get enough. So that's the for the foundation. And you need about a tablespoon per 50 pounds of body weight per day of foundational oil. These are major nutrients, like along with protein and carbs and greens and water. Yeah. Major nutrients. So a tablespoon has 14 grams. I use four tablespoons in winter, two or three in summer. I measure it by how my skin feels. If you have dry skin, you're not getting enough of the right kind of oil. In winter, you need more than in summer because you notice skin gets drier in winter. Right. Of course, you guys, are you guys in Hawaii? Yes. yes. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lucky beautiful. dog. Actually, it's, actually, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, and, uh, We're cheating. So you need more in winter than in summer. And then to get the therapeutic oils, which you take in three to five gram doses, fish oil is the damaged source. And we use uh, the red-brown algae. We have an oil blend, actually, there under the under the brand name Udo's Choice. Mm-hmm. One is called 369 Oil Blend. That's the foundational oil. And then the other one is called the DHA 369 Oil Blend or DHA Oil Blend. Mm-hmm. And that has the foundation as well as enough algae oil to get your therapeutic uh, um, amount right. also met. Yes. And the reason we do that is if your diet is poor, you slow down the body's ability to convert. If you were on a fresh, whole, raw, organic diet, you probably wouldn't need any of the converted or the therapeutic oils. And the, those, the people who are on those diets actually love to get it because they're not sure if they need fish oil or not. But if, you, if you're on the usual North American diet, you know, too much carbs, too much saturated, monounsaturated fats, too many trans fats, not enough vitamins and minerals, all of those slow down the conversion. Yes. So it helps to get your foundation and it helps to add to it the therapeutic oil so that you make sure you optimize your intake of both the foundational oils and the converted therapeutic oil. For those of you who have just joined us, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber and our guest today, Dr. Udo Erasmus, who's written the book Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill, Kill and Have Tons of information on how to do better for your body and your overall well-being. I'm going to slip in one of my questions, Uh which is, Uh isn't it true that uh, our food supply no longer has enough nutrition in it, like vitamins and minerals? Yes. If you start with wheat and you turn it into white flour, you lose 70% of the the potassium in it, uh, 60% of the calcium, 80% of the magnesium, uh, over 80% of the vitamin E, about a, a third of the B, other B vitamins. Uh, you lose a third of the protein. You lose all of the fiber. You lose all of the essential fatty acids. Uh, and wow. that's just for starters. That's, oh, about half of the vitamin A in it. <clears throat> and when you turn cane into white sugar, that happens. And when you turn seeds and nuts into oils that have been treated with Drano window washing acid bleached and fried, you lose all the minerals, all the vitamins, all the uh, uh, the protein, all the fiber that was in the seeds and nuts. So when so you, when you the more buy... of that kind of food we eat, obviously yeah. the yeah. less nutrients we're going to get. And even eating all fresh, whole, raw, organic foods, nature's mandate was not optimum intake. Nature's mandate was adequate intake. So you have to cheat nature a little bit if you want to optimize your intake. There's a reason for that that we could get into. Uh, do you want to? Oh, sure. 
Go, go ahead. for it. Nature's mandate, yes. think about it. Nature's mandate is not optimum health, but adequate health. Adequate to grow up, adequate to be able to reproduce, adequate to be around till the children don't need you anymore, and then it's recycling time. And the ah. way nature lo- makes that happen is as you get older, your metabolic machinery runs slower, yep. and the, le- the, the closer to not getting enough you are in your diet, the quicker you're going to check out. Right. You know, um, when you're talking, Udo, uh, my heart sings, and it, it rings true what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just really grateful for your very clear, concise understanding and information here. Mm, thank you. Well, so, I, t- I tell you, I give you, I'll give you another slogan before you ask the next question. <clears throat> the body needs your body needs an oil change, just like your car. <laughs> you want to dump the dirty oil and replace it with clean oil in your diet. You want to dump the oils that have been damaged by processing. You want to replace them with oils that have been made with health in mind. Beautiful. If you want to be healthy, you know. Yeah, and if we want to actually use the wisdom we've gained in the first 40, 50 years to benefit humanity for the next 40, 50 years, we better do something to keep here. Okay, break time. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. We have with us today Dr. Udo Erasmus, author of Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill, a wonderful book. We highly recommend it. And if you'll stay with us, we'll do a little bit more after break. Hang on. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, Dr. Udo Erasmus, author of Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill. You want to talk about your website? Yeah, I, <clears throat> yeah. There's more, lots of information. It's an information website. I don't sell anything from it. The website is rightfatdiet.com. Now, why that? It's because we've had high fat and low fat and no fat and fake fat diets. None of them have ever made people healthy. But the right fat diet, which is good fats, proteins, and greens, that's the base. And then carbs or fuel. Never eat more than you burn, but emphasize greens, good fats, and proteins. On that website, rightfatdiet.com, I have a food pyramid that actually works, that was made with health in mind, because the Department of Agriculture food pyramid was not made with health in mind. Got recipes, and I've got articles on all kinds of stuff. What was it made with what in mind? It was just a way of arranging the foods normally beaten by, eaten by Americans in some way. <laughs> the problem with that is that the foods normally eaten by Americans cardio and diabetes, which are mostly nutritional diseases. I'll tell you, if we're not thinking and paying attention, we're just going down the wrong path almost all the time. Yep. Would you? So say- if we don't set, if we don't think and set standards for ourselves, yep. Somebody else will impose their standards on us, and yep. it happens all the time. And there's the standards that the imposants are not very impressive. Yeah, I, I doubt if they love us a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, even care? <laughs> Do you even know me? So, so on the website, also got recipes and some articles, and I work with uh, digestive enzymes, and I work with probiotics, and I work with fiber and greens, and all of that you can read about on the website. And I also want to give an 800 number, 
that people can uh, call during West Coast business hours. Mm-hmm. 1-800-446-2110. And when the message comes on, then you press extension zero, and then you get somebody live, and then you can... By the way, uh, what I'm talking about, the products I'm talking about, they're all in the health food stores, in the fridge. The oils are in the fridge. And we also have chocolate with good fats in it. And uh, I have a little slogan for that one, too. It's uh, chocolate so hot it needs to be chilled. So it's refrigerated chocolate. You'll find it right next to the oil blends in the fridge, in the supplement section, in the health food stores. What's it called? It's called Bija Chocolate. My name is on it somewhere. Uh, there's an orange-flavored dark and a uh, uh, no, non-flavored uh, dark. Uh, unbelievably nice chocolate. Oh, good. But don't leave it lying around in the sunshine because uh, besides from, of melting, the, change will, uh, the taste will change. The oils will change in taste if you leave it lying around. Yes. So don't buy it unless you're going to eat it. Yeah, take care of your fats. Yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> and, you know, uh, everybody needs a good chocolate every so often. Yeah, and this one, this one is, you know, it's not the way you should get all your chocolate. My four tablespoons would be 16 pieces. You'd be scraping me off the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> the caffeine in so huh? You want to use the oil in bulk, not in capsules. There's 14 capsules in a tablespoon, a tablespoon per 50 pounds of body weight per day, mixed in food and spread out over the course of the day. Is not oil off the spoon is not for some people don't mind it, but it's always better mixed with food because it improves flavors and improves absorption of nutrients. Yeah. Hey Udo, we're out of time. We love you. This is great stuff. You've sure got is. a great heart. You've done well to help humanity. We really appreciate it. I'm just getting started. <laughs> I hear that one. You bet. Hey, we'd love to have you come back. I'd love to come back. All right, we'll do it, and we'll be in touch on the other soon. Okay. You be well. All right. You God too. bless you. Bye-bye. God bless. I love that guy. Me too. He is wonderful. He's wonderful. He's, he's right on, folks. Yeah, and boy, I'll tell you, he's dedicated in the right places. Now, come on. You can do it. Stretch into. The greater you. You'll love yourself better if you do, I promise you. That's a good way to live. <laughs> <laughs>